I'm Stephen Hunt. Welcome to the Active Performance Podcast, a podcast that gives top global managers and their teams the confidence and power of clarity to grow their international business in innovative ways. This week, the emotional executive is more effective. How to boost your emotional intelligence in 10 minutes per day. Henry Ford, the car maker and industrialist, once said, failure is simply the opportunity to begin again, this time more intelligently. Henry Ford would know a thing or two about inventing and innovation because of course he designed the Model T. What I love about the quote, the opportunity to begin again, this time more intelligently, is that he leaves intelligence open. But I imagine he meant both intellectual intelligence and emotional intelligence because you've got to be able to bounce back from failure. Unfortunately for Henry Ford, the term emotional intelligence wasn't around 100 years ago when he was building cars. Emotional intelligence, the phrase as we know it today, was first made popular by Daniel Goleman, although the term itself dates back to 1964 in a book by a guy called Michael Beldoch. And one question you may be wondering, and I get asked time and time again, is how vital is emotional intelligence for executive performance? Well, let's consider three factors that all executives need to be good at their job. Industry experience, intellect, that's your IQ, and emotional intelligence. We'll call that your EQ. So in short, your experience, your IQ, and your EQ. Researchers at Harvard University think they've come up with an answer to which is more important. If you work in a company at the executive level and you have a lot of experience in that industry and you have a high IQ but a low EQ, the success rate is around 75%. So that's pretty good. But here's where it gets interesting. Let's switch those round. So instead of having high experience and high intellect, now take the situation where you have high emotional intelligence and at least one of the other two factors, so industry experience or high IQ, the success rate goes up to 95%. What's interesting about the research is they then went and asked executive recruiters, so headhunters, and what they found across all of the headhunters that they spoke to was at the executive level, they prefer candidates for top jobs who have a fully developed emotional intelligence. Now, before you go out, run out the door and think, oh, I need to improve my emotional intelligence. It's not a cure-all. The point in the conclusion of the research was balance. So an effective executive needs both a high IQ and a high EQ, but ignoring emotions is a costly mistake. One of the things I often get asked is, how do you expand your emotional intelligence if it's not particularly your strong point? Well, there are, of course, many ways to do it. I'm going to give you three ways to get you started. And you can do these at the end of every day. Just find a few minutes to reflect on one of these three ways. The first way I call four perspectives. So what I want you to do is take a situation from today. So it's something that's present that you felt uncomfortable with or that you felt extremely comfortable with and you were at your best. Replay that situation and I want you to replay it four times and then analyze it from these four distinct perspectives. The first time, analyze the facts. 
what actually happened. Imagine you were a lawyer presenting a case at court. The data, the statistics, the facts, please. Pure logic. The second time you replay it, think about the assumptions you were making as you went through that situation. Think about these assumptions the other people were making as you went through that situation. And think about the situation that you were in, the context in which you were working. Now it starts to get interesting. The third time you go through it, I want you to think about the fantasies, the imaginations, the projections that you were putting into the situation. And the fourth time that you go through it, I want you to think about the feelings that came up. Some of them will be mild, some of them will be very strong, but write all of those feelings down. Once you've gone through those four perspectives, ask yourself this question. How did each perspective shape your thinking and which perspective influenced you most at the time? And from that, what can you learn about beginning again, but more intelligently? The second way to expand your emotional intelligence is to take your emotional temperature. This is particularly good when somebody or something has annoyed you today. I want you to bring back the emotions that you were feeling earlier in the day. Of all the emotions that you have, which emotions have disappeared or which seem less important, which stay with you now even hours later? And how does this affect your judgment and the quality of your decisions? Because as Force said, it's about beginning again. It's about getting back up on your feet. If you've got negative emotions that are holding you back, it's very difficult to move forward in a positive way. The third way is identifying historical emotional drivers. So if you've done the first way and the second way a few times, what emotions come up again and again? And how do these repetitive patterns drive your behavior? Are they making a positive difference, these patterns? Or are these patterns making a negative difference and hindering your performance? In addition, you can ask yourself this question. How do my emotions affect the performance of my direct report to my global business unit? To sum up, these exercises are not about finding an answer, finding a definitive answer at all. But over time, as you become more aware of your emotions, you can start to predict. You know in which situations you need to be switched on to be more successful. That's emotion, that's emotional intelligence, and that's what makes an executive more effective. I'm Stephen Hunt. If you'd like to find out more about me or the services that I offer, please go to stephenhunt.net or find me on LinkedIn. You'll find more resources there on the themes we cover in this podcast. Join me next time for more on how top global managers use confidence and the power of clarity to grow their business.